0: Like, because that's the thing they don't even address in this movie is that in the other world he's like this kind of regular guy he's this prince or whatever and then he puts up his sword and says by the power of Grayskull and then he turns into He-Man they never even addressed his normal form they
1: said where He-Man and She-Ra works for Silicon Valley <laughs> and they can call it He-Man and She-Bro
0: <laughs> by the code
1: by the f- power of
0: By the power of DOS
1: Delivery shit
0: Just to go back to your world I don't understand I still don't even understand What's happening
1: Well this is like A half hour left to this movie And it seems like A perpetual climax Of just Skeletor saying No Deny him this Now deny him that Like you would figure Like there would be A five minute battle And this movie would end said like half hour yeah before. he
0: didn't even he let him go he didn't even like take them as prisoners or it's the thing I don't understand about evil geniuses they're just not geniuses like they have no idea how to like win they're shooting
1: on a roof and the only special effects they got going is a makeup and dry ice machine
0: right little, 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 little dry ice in the back to make it look important all going back through the uh, portal back to the sad Skeletor land but clearly I guess they don't eat meat.
1: We'll see you in the sequel. There's no sequel, you son of a bitch.
0: Commercial. Oh, here we go.
1: So we have a commercial and then we're going to skip it in two. It says skip ad, so get ready to skip the ad. We're going to do that in one, two, three. And we're resuming in one hour and 15 minutes and 16 40 minutes. 16 minutes and 48 seconds. And you see on the screen is a vagina, a vagina dentata sucking up a uh, <laughs> man warship, phallic ship. Well, a, where he, can't, like.
0: he can't get up out of his chair. He just has to sail.
1: Well, his balls are going out of the anus, that's why.
0: <laughs> so Julie's hurt. That's what happens when the yellow or uh, purple electricity gets sent through your leg from the Skeletor. I'm surprised she didn't lose the leg. That might have cost too much with uh, makeup and special effects.
1: All right, so here's here's the Irish cop. This
0: policeman in this
1: movie?
0: Yes, put put the rag in the in the pool.
1: They sound like a he-man patrol. I'm an officer. I'm trained for he-mans. He-man's my specialty. Is he-man facing.
0: It looks bad. Her leg looks bad.
1: See, if she was a doll. She'd be fine.
0: The poison's already in her blood. Yes, the uh, purple poison.
1: This is why this movie has to continue another 20 minutes. He's got, She's poisoned. So they've got
0: to go back to the other place to get the antidote? Maybe?
1: What about the key? Have they got the key or the
0: key's there? The key there? took the key. She well, gave him the key because the key was, he, she gave it to her dead mother who wasn't really
1: her dead mother. They should call this movie Master of the Universe Presents the Adventures of the Key because it's so fucking important in this movie.
0: And he has less ear wiggles lately. The uh, the
1: yeah, dwarf guy. As this movie goes on, the he effects of his costume goes,
0: are falling goes back. apart. They they lost the puppeteer that was dealing with his uh, ears at this point. They they didn't have the budget for it. They, they spent it on the hologram.
1: They shot this movie sequentially, so you can see like his costume being torn up and ratty by the end of the
0: film. Fe- <laughs> They're trying to play it off as like well, that's what really happens with the lasers, but. He's just a lazy actor. He was eating at the craft services table in his outfit, and he just snagged it on the edge. So
1: Well, our craft table right has a soda lying in there that I can't wait to drink. <laughs> this movie better ends soon because I just wanted to have a soda, get uh, maybe a burrito from across the street, papusa.
0: They've still got guns.
1: You know, the H.P. Fair is happening right now. Yeah? Yeah.
0: That's, but did you want to go get a new pair of sunglasses?
1: I was hoping to go to a kiosk <laughs> and buy some art and maybe a oh, falafel, art. the same one, candle.
0: Falafel, candle, some art.
1: I see. Yeah. If I go to the Haight Street Fair right now, I can get harassed by street kids and then get harassed by going to a kiosk. it's my choice.
0: Right, and you could get a $10 falafel instead of getting it for like six fifty at the falafel. Oh, yeah, falafel right. At the
1: place right behind it. I could get like a street burrito. Did I do something? Oh no, this film's still going on. Or I could, I could go get a burrito from the place behind it.
0: You know, something we haven't mentioned yet is uh, that the, the, the dwarf Gwildor leprechaun character uh, has red hair and that ginger lives do matter, all right? It doesn't matter how small or how large. It doesn't matter what universe you're from, but ginger lives well, matter. Well, they make a big
1: point to showing off the creature's uh, pubic hair is also red.
0: <laughs> yeah, Ooh, carpet it's matches it's the drapes. Yeah,
1: so that was like yeah, a weird deal. scene in this movie.
0: Yeah, oh well, I've, you know, and and weird leprechaun uh, dwarf penis. It's not. Uh, it's hard to. It's hard to see through all of that hair. It's hard to, because I don't know if you know this, but, um, the Gwildor's people, the leprechaun dwarf people, they actually uh, have dicks on their necks which well, is why um, it's being covered by all of that hair. So you actually are uh, seeing his entire hair. genital region, but you How can't tell hair. because it's it's down um, there so deep in that uh, in that fluffy.
1: Well, it fluffy also explains pimps. what he's been sucking the entire movie. <laughs> right. You know, it's his penis life for his it's neck. It's his own dick, yeah. 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 Oh, boy. So something's happening. I can't – I think uh, –
0: He's going to try to save the day here. He's actually going to – He's gonna engineer some weird thing out of leftover parts. They're gonna get, it's, this, is, this is MacGyver moment.
1: Oh, they're gonna all band together and get a bunch of items and save the universe.
0: Right, they have rubber bands, duct tape, um, a flux capacitor, of course.
1: Well, if they really are the masters of the universe. They should be teaching a master class right now on what to do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One, go back three, to Return to school.
0: Well, I think that the only thing that uh, that Evelyn is actually good at is soul cycling. That's actually what her master class would be. It would be a, a master soul cycling.
1: What class. a workout that master class of soul cycling would be.
0: Yeah, and and now we've got Dolph here with not no more, no more accoutrement, nothing on his chest, no cape, just a bare, sweaty, oiled chest.
1: Yeah, you know they figured they might as well take his shirt off.
0: Well, I think maybe all of his power was in his cape or something. I don't know.
1: They're actually in his capers, the chicken marsala he made. Oh,
0: delicious. Yeah. In the capers, yeah. Nice a salty addition there. It's good. No, oh, the sorceress is getting older and
1: scarier, like she used she to be. She hasn't left the, the, the castle at all, right?
0: Well, no, she's. I don't even know where she's going, Potty. They must have some weird, like, interdimensional catheter for her to pee in, but she's been aging not so gracefully in this weird force field in the, in the Grayskull Castle.
1: You know, uh, the captured princess in the Grayskull uh, Castle will be saved by Mario shortly. I'll see you What <laughs> the princess <laughs> in the other castle?
0: Grade school <laughs> castle. <laughs> oh, that's it's me, Mario. It's a different boss to, to beat. You got to beat another boss. Yeah,
1: imagine if like Mario went to the castle in this castle grade school. What an opportunity.
0: Well, I, mushrooms help you in every way, and he uh, could have some fireballs there.
2: Yeah,
1: be careful of those mushrooms. One of them are like poison mushrooms the game they had created
0: oh they took away his sword now he has no power at whatsoever
1: <coughs> they're playing a the sword in, oh in like an excalibur of space age stone
0: yep he's not a champion anymore now that he's in chains and not wearing his cape
1: take off your shirt <laughs> oh wait show
0: us your tits oh, oh wait wait, yeah. wait
1: wait wait wait
0: come on sorceress do something I thought you had power she's all wearing white
1: Here's the trailer to Magic Mike XX2, <laughs> XXL, 2
0: She's looking at him with love, thinking, if I could only touch his nipple, the, by the power uh, of Grayskull. The, the people of Eternia. That's, that's right. Eternia.
1: But, like, where, where is Courtney Cox from?
0: Uh, New Jersey.
1: The people of Canada.
0: Is she Canadian?
1: Well they usually shoot the stuff again. Oh right, 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 right.
0: And chainmail guns. Something's gonna
1: happen. They're being skeletor means business. Oh the other guy's Uh-oh. gonna be crazy, that must have been animation.
0: And that white sorcerer's just shaking her head over. She's oh. getting off
1: on it. Hit this me, be hurt better. me,
0: make me feel cheap.
1: Before an internet porn, this was the best we could do.
0: So they stop? What the fuck? There's and this is there's four cops running around that are trying to there were there were, you know, four hundred stormtrooper Darth Vaders running around and there's four cops now. That that's insane. We know that it takes, you know, to subdue a questionably housed person in the mission, it takes at least six cop cars. Like it takes at least and a fire ambulance, the whole deal. It takes twenty people to deal with one questionably housed person on mission. But here in the He Man Masters of the Universe There'd
1: be like Four three cops. private ambulances, with their, each with their annoying sirens. Private contracted ambulance, private boop, contracted boop, ambulance. Boop, 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 boop. We came up with our own boop, siren. Boop, boop,
0: boop, boop. Oh, she's feeling better. Look, she's smiling. Is she going? She's going crazy. She's going necrotic. Sonic keys in this world? He's like, I'm a musician. I finally get to save the world. Look at my MIDI player.
1: I'm a bitter Sonic key player. I'm going to hawk my Sonic key at a pawn shop for 10%. I paid 400 glip glorps. (laughs) Well, here's 40 glip glorps. Just 10%. I play beautiful music on it. Whatever. Not like anyone buys musical instruments from my pawn shop. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a huge fucking collection of drum kits and synthesizers when you walk into the door. It like,
0: yeah, it looked like fucking d- guitar center in there.
1: It looked, yeah, we're a guitar centers and pawn shops stars. And I'm sorry, pawn stars.
0: The, it, you know, it is the, the best place to buy, if you want to get a trumpet and you want to learn how to play, the best place to buy one is, is On Mission at a pawn shop. You can get one for 100 bucks.
1: Yeah, but you it's like all spittle in there. Well,
0: you clean it out, and you shine it up, and you take care of your instrument.
1: Yeah, I've been knowing somebody else's blues are in my trumpet, I just want to be able to play it.
0: You could get a trumpet, and you could just get your own new mouthpiece.
1: But what about if I wanted to play Boogie Woogie be- Beagle Boy or Company C? And I already know they previously never played it. It just wouldn't be the same.
0: That, that's true. Uh, Skeletor, you're, there's an actor under there
1: somewhere. Yeah, Frank Luguela. And he's talking about Alpha and Omega, Death and Birth. Like, Skeletor really knows his Greek letters, Greek history, Alpha and Omega. Like, do you think in like grade school he learns he's home tutored of how what alpha and fucking omega is?
0: He was definitely home tutored. Uh, Here we go back into commercial.
1: Speak of alpha and this omega. This is the
0: last commercial.
1: I, as you say, I don't think you could skip this commercial. So let's take the opportunity to say, if you enjoy this, why don't you go to the Patreon page for uh, Muni Radio? Oh, Patreon. Patreon page, whatever. Just give money to, uh, to our friends here at Muni Radio. Otherwise, we, you know, we would have to do this somewhere else. If we don't want to. <laughs> we, me, me, I like it here. Yay. Uh, yeah. So, signal. When is this? So
0: you accidentally paused it momentarily.
1: Oh, all right. So let's resume. We are now. We're back in. Uh, hour 26 minutes and 53 seconds the masters of the universe. And this is the last. The
0: no more commercials. We're all the way through to the end here, people.
1: Yeah, because this point they figure you're dead.
0: This is the day. Denu- this isn't even the denouement yet. We still haven't even come to like the the, the plot crux, the whole What's the, the climax. We haven't even gone to the climax yet. You think. When they had that big epic battle on the street—not so epic, but that—that that would have been no, nay. That's no, it's still going.
1: Well, what kind of climax? It was Skeletor saying, "I would demand this." That's the whole point of this, right? Skeletor versus uh, He-Man.
0: But they're not going to—they don't kill Skeletor at the end of this. He's unkillable.
1: No, he's unkillable. He's got status quo.
0: Because he's—he's a, he's a skeleton. He's already dead.
1: I have to fight you next Saturday morning.
0: Right. I have to fight you, and Saturday mornings in perpetuity. Uh huh. Oh, he's really acting now.
1: Well, you know, he's a, a classic uh, Shakespearean actor. He's given tons of. Oh, uh, name of the movie. <coughs> he's set up oh, Master. Oh, huge,
0: universe. and a, a, it's like a big iris opening up behind him as he is the Master of the Universe. Beast Man looking on, so happy. And there's Craterface. Craterface there. Lizard Man already <laughs> killed by Skeletor. Doesn't he's care about his own people. He's attacked by
1: animated uh, special effects.
0: He can feel it. I can feel it. He feels the power. Yes. I have
1: the power. Oh,
0: yes. Maybe. The, okay, so this must be the origin story of where he gets to say, I have by the power of School.
1: Wow. Oh. Yes, is he is
0: made of star stuff.
1: I am made of animated special effects from 80s.
0: We are all made of
1: star stuff. We are all made of star stuff. <laughs> I like that
0: and as the empress or other sorceress just keeps withering away turning Jesus, into a skeleton like, herself
1: I'm gonna just give you some throw you some shade alright I know you've been talking about this fucking power for two minutes uh, what I was just standing and
0: sniveling Well, pride cometh before the fall you are no more my equal he says, I am better than everyone. He- we already knew you thought you were better than everyone. You're sitting on your throne the whole time. Is
1: that what you, you want? Never leave your castle. Yet? Better than he man. Is that what you, is that what you want in your yearbook? <laughs> yeah. You're is that
0: better what than you're most me.
1: proud of? You're better than He Man. Really?
0: Feel the raw power.
1: Why don't you define yourself as better than yourself? Oh, so now he turns into
0: Oh goodness, now he guy. has a special mask on.
1: Yeah, i never seen Skeletor wear this mask.
0: No, he has, and he has multiple horns. He has like f- six horns. I read three the horns.
1: comic book. I've never seen this stuff. The comic books in the 80s were also like this size. I think they came with the dolls or some shit like that. Cool. But not once the Skeletor dress up like he said, Mardi Gras. I'm here for the goat orgy. <laughs>
0: You don't want the bad person orgy.
1: <laughs> the bad person. I remember the bad person orgy.
0: You're all, and of course he's still being a cop. This is so ridiculous. Like you're in an electrical storm now, all right? Right. All oh, the cops coming with them.
1: Uh, I'll see you in the sequel. I'm back. There's no sequel. He looks like a heavy metal villain. It's kind of cool. I, well, it's a, great
0: alpha, it's a great mask. I mean, it's I'd buy that on good look
1: eBay.
0: Multiple horns. There's a the little wings in back. That, that's where they spent all their money on this. It was all on the costumes. That's where they lost their entire budget. They paid some weird artist in yeah. L.A. to make that they're like, and the, the matching staff,
1: Are they the weird wearing, helmets. he has just been standing there for like the last half hour. He's been whipping him. Oh cool. He went a brand new
0: half a car. In pink.
1: Oh, it's a girl's car there. And
0: and why did they have to shoot to the Empress who's falling apart again? Who's what, what her reaction shot is really forwarding this film? Like Well <laughs> that, that's why they needed the car, because they needed to hide behind because clearly lasers don't disintegrate cars.
1: Well also lasers miss at of all times. Why are you talking? There's laser shooting around here.
0: Oh, he's so smart. He figured out the laser issue. Oh, look at that. Oh, killing his own people. Skeletor, come on. He doesn't care. Green laser's good, red laser's bad.
1: Here's the number of fucks that that Skeletor gives. Zero.
0: Someone give that man a laser gun.
1: Why didn't you even see Twilight Zone? Is this a universe where Twilight Zone is a TV show from the 60s?
0: It is a great show. And he's hiding behind... A park bench that's overturned and for some reason it's just not even
1: Oh, come um, on, man. you mothers. See, this it's is like family PG entertainment Family, just shoot everybody. Right,
0: just like the shootout from today where 50 people were killed. It's just like this. Yeah, Except that in this movie, they were all... Um, they all miss. Well, they're all Darth Vader impersonators. Those are the only people that die. It's they're the one really lizard person and then all of the Darth Vader impersonators. Those are the only people that die in this
1: Plus, movie. Plus, you know, blood doesn't come out of your body. It just sparks when you get hit by a laser. Right. Yeah. So there's no blood spray, it's just like lasers, the sparks.
0: It's like you're being electrocuted as opposed to actually being shot. But, but That guy was shot by a red laser.
1: I don't think there's this much violence in the cartoon show. They don't like No, not radio. at all. They're in a gun from battle. They have, an indoor, they have the car on the inside of Grayskull so they can have a shootout by the car.
0: Well, they just, they have, yeah, they have to use it for block. It was a block. It was a smart move, really, by the set designer, because what else were they supposed to hide behind those pillars?
1: Oh, yeah, maybe like a uh, couch or something, indoors, is
0: <laughs> There's no couches in Castle School. There's only one chair, and it's a throne. And everyone right, else just on gets on to kneel. Chair?
1: Skeletor. Everyone has to stand around him. It's like Warren Michaels all over again.
0: Uh, and Now he looks like Thor, or not Thor, he looks like Ra, the sun god, or something. He's all golden and magical. Oh, is he, he going to Samson this shit out? Okay, yeah. now he's going to Samson and he's going to push the pillars. You're a Jew. You know some, some uh, old... Bible history I don't
1: think this is what David did Goliath
0: no it was it was Samson and he and he was blind at that point and he had grown his hair back and his eyes had been gouged out and they were making fun of him and they put him in between these two pillars and he pushed the pillars down and he made everybody die in the whole building because he collapsed the building killing himself as well Samson that sounds like but then saving the Jewish people yeah
1: Let's read about the Torah. Let's read the old testament. Yeah, it's Uh, good stories in there. Let's continue watching a full-length movie
0: Well, and the the thing is that I think that Samson would be a good full-length movie on YouTube.
1: I'm trying not to follow it.
0: Oh, here we go. By the Power of Grayskull.
1: By the power of one hour and 31 minutes into this film. He doesn't even say it. But I said it. By the
0: Power of Grayskull. It's almost over it because there's a lot of... Like, um, what are they called? The credits, v- credits at the end, so.
1: Oh, but we got a riff on every single name. In the oh, I pit. ache
0: to smash you out of existence. These are stellar lines. It's so violent. I so ache though. to wipe you out of existence. Yes. Well, you know, he can't see
1: shit, so he thinks he's talking to Shira right now. <laughs>
0: Epic, sword Epic battle.
1: They turn the lights off for of this last one. This one. Yeah, the
0: every, they like they want to fight in the dark with the lasers. Lasers.
1: When did Magic Mike get so violent? Their <laughs> their stage shows are just like a bunch of shirtless guys hitting each other.
0: It's like a, it's like a MMA fighting all over the place, just this time right.
1: with, with Mo- weapons. with weapons. That's what MMA is missing: is swords.
0: Yeah, oh my gosh, cage matches with swords? That's some, that's some futuristic American apocalyptic shit. Oh, no way, the sword Stop. beats the staff. Oh, no he didn't. Rock beats scissors, baby. Oh, and he disappears. Up, now he's back to just being regular old Skeletor. Oh, now you're equal you're to He-Man. Math. You are no longer superior to He-Man.
1: Skeletor, I turned off your PlayStation while I was saving a game file and now it's corrupted. <gasps> No! Was it yes. Need for Speed Underground? It was Need for Speed Underground. No! I was playing 60 hours of Need for Speed Underground.
0: This is so reminiscent it's again so of funny. Star Wars. It's like, yep, there he goes. Bye! All right, Star centers. Wars
1: off. Well, you know, Star Wars off. he masters the universe.
0: Probably. I think that George Lucas learned everything from this particular director.
1: Wow, I nearly fell asleep. I think I was falling asleep during this
0: movie. But you were still talking the whole time, which is amazing.
1: Oh, I'm professional. i got to use up. This is, if you guys want to sponsor the show, it's only $25. Give me a call. uh, And I would talk while I've fallen asleep during a movie.
0: It's amazing. Uh, That's an incredible skill.
1: The Married Hotel, all on Route 101. See? I was asleep when I said that. So I guess something happened. Skeletor is dead. And Dolph is happy because he's gonna get a shirt. He's really Victory. young. Victory.
0: And uh, the Empress is back on her.
1: She's still on the left side. With the step on. Her. Oh, so the cop's gonna stay. The
0: cop's gonna stay. He's I got a he's the got the a blue haired lady.
1: But she's a doll. They're all dolls. They're just He-Man dolls.
0: Right. They have no, no genitals at all. Yeah. Just big swaths of plastic
1: that move left and right and the princess is finally saved but she hasn't left the fucking castle yet she's like here you go this device would have saved me if I had used it myself I hope this is goodbye wow we're almost at the end of He-Man
0: I guess this is really goodbye I never thought it would end yeah don't say goodbye say good journey. Yeah, Journey's always good. You can always listen to that in, in, in any situation from the 80s and beyond.
1: Oh, yeah. I, well, we're following this up with we're some Journey's dream. karaoke. <laughs> good Journey. They're classic albums, not the new stuff.
0: Well, the new guy's actually really great. The, the the Filipino karaoke singer that took the place of Steve Perry is quite amazing. Look at his hair. They've, they've made – um. oh, and he's wearing a, a cape again, so Dolph's back has his pairs. Oh, powers. yeah, he's
1: at wear. He's Prince Adam. He never wants to back to Prince Adam.
0: Right. He's been he-me-on the whole time. Do you want to go back to your planet's
3: history in time? Look, and I have weird things in my hair.
1: Okay, I'm going to well, show you my nipples just once.
3: I'm going to show you my penis. I'm going to spread this pubic hair off my chin, and I will show it to you.
1: Oh, uh, so the most powerful weapon that the comic relief has at the end Wow, I can't believe I watched this movie. It took me 30 years, but I finally got around to it. What other movies Kiss I haven't in 30 years?
0: Yeah, she kisses the gross thing.
1: Yeah, right, her lips still have latex on them. See, uh, see no evil, feel no evil. The cops staying at old times i got to go back to my job at the Yeah,
0: <laughs> with the chili and the hot dogs and the chili dogs.
1: Oh, I want to hear the customers complain about why they don't have the word hamburger on the sign and why they have chili dog and hot dog back right
0: together. And oh. she wakes up and it was all a dream.
1: That explains Freddy Krueger.
0: Wow, that well, look is. Look at the posters. And look when? at her nightgown. That is like some Laura Ingalls Wilder shit. She is covered up head to toe.
1: She put like That's a. Like what's, what's that poster on her wall? It has, like, a print shop or something. It says, like, no smoking or something.
0: That was a, it was a, like a decoupage
1: board or something. Well, next to it, though, I have a little notice on it.
0: Look at this outfit they've got her wearing. Oh, my God. Nice to bring at home. D- she's back. Oh, her parents are still alive? Oh, they didn't give her back her parents, did they? <gasps> oh,
1: they came back from the flying car. It's Christmas, too, and we got you these He-Man dolls. What?
0: Oh, how did they turn back time? If I could turn back time. We got a flight tomorrow. If I could find a way. Oh, they put her back in time.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's all about time travel this year, aren't we?
0: If I could turn back I have a terrible feeling, she says. Oh, her father's the pilot.
1: Oh, the dad drove it. Well, they didn't explain that in any of the newspaper clippings. I'm going to go see a shirtless guy. They call me man
0: uh, There's children crying outside because they're really sad about this movie being over.
1: Yeah, they were really sad from all of the, the shooting they saw in the last 15 minutes of a children's movie. Yeah, I know. I took their plane keys. I'm a genius. That's how it works in real life. Uh, so I can't believe he just runs out in the middle of the field.
0: Oh, they have Eternia in their hand, and they'll be together forever.
1: Would they go right inside that orb, and they, they live in Eternia? Oh, yeah, there's the,
0: uh... They better end it with, end it with the power... P- I have yes!
1: He says the line, we've been waiting for her. But he was not, he had nothing to do with the last five minutes in the movie. No of course not. Masters there it of the is. Universe. There oh, it is. Golden Globus, Makers of Crap. Thank you guys so much for making it through the entire movie. The movie of course being Masters of the Universe available on YouTube Pam Benjamin, thank you so much for being on. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube together with Mike, with Mike Spiegelman. Mike
0: Thanks for letting me be here, Mike Spiegelman. Uh, uh,
1: oh, no problem. Please follow us on uh, our feed Spiegelman. Mike available Spiegelman. on the pcrcollective.org uh, and also on your favorite uh, iPod uh, podcast subscriber. And next week we'll be back, so uh, we'll have another one. Thank you guys so much, and we're going to wrap up uh by just taking a breather and enjoying life i really s- felt i saw so my whole life last before me watching this movie especially the last 15 minutes <laughs>
0: well that was because you were
1: dreaming you were actually dreaming about your life while you were watching it and oh uh, i was dreaming all right i was dreaming a role without masters in the universe <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and turn this off because oh thank god oh. Wow.
0: There you go. I have a little
1: uh-huh. Get some music thing. You've crank. done it. Yeah. All right. So thank you guys so much. We're going to stop to some great showcase at four o'clock. There's another show. And uh, again, follow us on from our podcast. Bye. Yay. Okay, so what
4: we'll do is... Is we'll that how I turn it off? Just click the... Uh-huh. Way. And
0: then this goes up. Are you
4: tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all
5: mm mm-hmm my friends there at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regard, as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that each time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyonds underground comedy, it's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for your $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Randy, well, don't even worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. Yes. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedyclubhouse, or
0: on the coolest, most original items in San
3: Francisco. That's 20 Mission Hive with eight vendors and like them on Facebook at 20 Mission Hive. 20 Mission Hive for awesome events and updates.
0: The ordinary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday 10am to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, freeform radio for free minds
3: do you need an awesome and under
6: up with next. Go to the counter offer inside of Blenders Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. is located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter
7: offer, son. i a changed like three times. Of course.
2: Oh, happy hour What could be happier than 23 comics doing jokes for each other Until the
4: internet falls apart Oh podcast God I can't wait to listen to all these great comedy shows and everything else that's cool and Radio before the internet falls apart.
6: You too won't want to miss a bit of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival from March 2nd through 6th, 2016. Buy tickets
0: now. Brought to you by Subliminal SF, PBR, The Eagle SF, Brainwash Cafe, Aciento, and the great people at Alta California Botanicals. subliminal sf visual and auditory mind control graphic design physical merchandise live music promotions go www.subliminalsf.com for the most amazing t-shirts you've ever seen graphic design for every knee and live music promotion some of the Bars in San Francisco. That's Subliminal SF. Visual and Auditory Mind Control. Go to SubliminalSF.com now.
5: But if you can't make it to Mutiny Randy, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak ceiling. Yes. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollected.org slash comedyclubhouse or... You can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 PM as your host, Pam Benjamin, brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cow, honey.
4: <laughs> Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? That's what I'm saying! It's the Joke Workshop, Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo!
0: The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources when bay area musician jd buell brings you morning train wednesday 10 a.m to noon on mutiny radio that is exactly what he does select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience rock pop jazz bluegrass gospel funk reggae folk blues country and western electronica soul disco rhythm and blues punk and post-punk come together with music from around the world
5: People from all over the Bay Area come to the Lindsay Wildlife Museum to experience close encounters with live wild animals. The museum's living collection features more than 50 species of non-releasable native California animals. Visitors can see and learn about wildlife such as eagles, owls, bobcats, coyotes, reptiles, and other fascinating creatures. The museum's world-renowned Wildlife Rehabilitation Hospital treats more than 5,000 wild animals each year with the goal of returning them to their native habitat.
2: This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. We're saying, but it's it's one of the big things that we're saying here. Give peace a chance. That's what everybody wants. Actually, last weekend at Earth Day San Francisco, I got to be one of the speakers, which was I was very honored to be. And uh, you know, my my radio name is Global Val, and there's a few reasons for that. And one of the reasons is I've I've been to 17 different countries, and what I've found. A, as a common thread, so to speak, uh, around the world, is that people want to, people want basically the same things. They want happiness, they want peace, and they want health for their families and communities. And that's something that I think we have the capabilities of achieving in the 21st century. And so I'm dedicating today's for women's magazine on mutinyradio.fm to the Women's International League for Peace and Freedom. They go by the acronym WILPF, which is kind of hard to say, W-I-L-P-F, Women's International League for Peace and Freedom. And they have been uh, a, an international women's organization for 100 years. They formed out of the ashes of World War I, and have been working together ever since. And uh, one of our friends actually, Alexandria Rain-Smith, you could find her on Facebook, she's a poet. She was part of a, a Wilf, um summit last summer and this year she was invited to The Hague for the one, for the for the centennial, the, the 100th anniversary of WILPF, and, uh, which just happened this past week. And she was one of the, well, I'm calling her the keynote poet because she was invited to, to perform her poetry. So thank you to Alex- Alexandria Rain-Smith for being my liaison to WILPF and um, op- opening this door for all of us here to, uh, to, to gain from what that organization has to say. Being that it is a hundred years old, that means World War I was a hundred years ago. Um, the Women's International League for Peace and Freedom met, and they created a manifesto to reiterate and to augment and clarify some of their, some of their key beliefs and, and uh, what they're working towards for the next hundred years of peace building in the world. So today, I'd like to read for you that manifesto, the 2015 Women's International League for Peace and Freedom Manifesto. Here we go, folks. We, members of the Women's International League for Peace and Freedom, on the centenary of our foundation, pay tribute to the courageous and far-sighted women who, amid the carnage of the First World War, took a bold initiative for peace and brought our movement into being. We affirm their belief that women have a particular interest in stopping war and particular skills we can bring to the task we remain convinced that the achievement of peace and the achievement of equality and justice for all people, together with the full inclusion and representation of women in all our diversity, are inseparable goals. After 100 years that have brought another world war, five times more deadly than the first, the invention of the most destructive weapons ever known, increasing militarism, and the emergence of new kinds of armed actor and conflict, we renew Wilp's commitment to eradicating war by addressing its root causes. Among them, we identify the following root causes of war, everybody, according to Wilp. (coughs) Number one, militarism as a way of thought and the militarization of societies, such that perceived threats are likely to be met with weaponry rather than words. Global valve side note, take note of what's going on in the conversation in our country right now with police brutality. Number two, the capitalist economic system involving the exploitation of labor and resources by the many, of the many, by the few, wantonly harming people and the environment, generating conglomerates of global reach and unaccountable power. Global Val side note, pay attention to the Trans-Pacific Partnership, the TPP uh, quote unquote free trade agreement that uh, Congress is trying to fast track through right now, which would just decimate, uh, well, business society environment around the world as 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 it would uh, institute basically corporate tribunals in in in, in member states or member countries who would ever si- who would sign on to the TPP, so basically, if you have a big corporation that is extracting some natural resources or using uh, local labor in a, in a country, and that the people in that country or the government of that country decide that this corporation has been violating some sort of environmental laws or some sort of labor laws. There's gonna they they would set up a special court, a special tribunal, uh, th- whereby the 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 judges of that of of that tribunal, uh, in, independent of anything else, are actually spend part of their time as the lawyers for the corporations. So I mean, come on, do we, do we not see the the the, writing, the bloody writing on the wall? All right, let me get back to Wilp's. Uh, root causes of war. Number three, the nation-state system as it is today, involving dominant states, imperialist projects, interstate rivalry, occupation, contested borders, and inside those borders, all too often, failure of democracy, political repression, and intolerance of diversity. Again, folks, let's look around. Have walls ever really helped anybody other than to uh, throw rocks at them or or shoot bombs over them? It doesn't stop anything. It just creates more war and more division. And if we look at even in our country right now, which, you know, we have so much pride that it was founded on the freedom of religion. Well, since 9-11, how much anti-Islam uh, Anti-Islamic Islamophobia has has come up in our, in our society around dinner tables and in our institutionalized police state. Uh, you know, thousands of, of of Muslim Americans were rounded up after 9/11 and falsely imprisoned, and now it's we see it so much in, in our in in our mainstream media and everything. And we just have to remember, diversity is a beautiful thing, and we can all get along. Even and that we have different ideas. I think that's I think that's where we're going here. Number four, social systems of racist supremacy, cultural domination, and religious hierarchy. All right. Number five or six. As a root cause of war, according to the Women's International League of Peace and Freedom. Patriarchy, the subordination of women by men in state, community, and family, perpetuated by the social shaping of men and women into contrasted, unequal, and limiting gender identities, favoring violent masculinities and compliant femininities. We understand these as intersected and mutually reinforcing systems of power, all founded on violence, and together, Productive of war. We undertake with urgency the strive to strive creatively to bring about, before another hundred years have passed, total worldwide disarmament, economic systems that will deliver well being to every human being and other life forms on this precious planet, multilateral organizations capable of mediating between states and guaranteeing international law democratic governance from local to global level, social systems that accord no privilege to people or peoples of a given physical type, culture, or religion, and the end of male supremacy, radical change in the way we live gender, and the fulfillment of women's rights and human rights. Violence is not inevitable. It's a choice. Let me read that again. Violence is not inevitable. It is a choice. We choose nonviolence as means and as end. We will liberate the strength of women and in partnership with like-minded men, bring to birth a just and harmonious world. We will implement peace, which we believe to be a human right. We will implement peace, which we believe to be a human right. And that is the beginning of Wilp's 2015 100-year anniversary manifesto. Humanifesto. manifesto. And you've been listening to an episode of Women's Magazine from April 24th of 2015. So I want to thank Pam-tastic for getting that podcast on. and uh, But today I'm actually here live. It is April 29th, 2016. So happy Friday, everybody, recording live here from MutinyRadio.fm here in the Mission District of San Francisco, right there on the corner of 21st and Florida. It's a community resource for independent voices, local musicians, poets, activists, and all sorts of cool folks and artists. We've got some new art up in our gallery space right now of a patchwork quilt work of uh, various characters and uh, and messages so mutiny radio is an evolving organism and we're here in the community doing this for you and your voice uh, to be heard and also so that if even if you uh, you know maybe you're just looking for something alternative to mainstream media well you have stumbled upon the right station mutiny radio prides itself and Putting out unique voices and supporting the freedom of speech. And being that it is National Poetry Month, April, we got to celebrate the poetic practice of free speech in the First Amendment last night right in the halls of government at San Francisco City Hall. It was the 11th annual Poems Under the Dome, where we have this, we could, we lovingly refer to it as the mother of all open mics, but it also has a featuring essentially um, community representative poets from around the city. So the organizers go around to different open mics in advance and uh, do free lottery name draws uh, to try to guarantee someone from each of those reading series to be represented at City Hall. And then we also have a big lucky green hat that you can put your own name in the back and uh, for a spot to read. And it was a really beautiful night last night at City Hall. Um, I would say the majority of the chairs were filled but uh, definitely the room was filled and and there was a lot of great energy in there. And you know as I walked in today here to meet radio to hear that podcast playing from last year, uh, reading about the the WILP manifesto, (laughs) the Women's International League for Peace and Freedom, W-I-L-P-F, which is hard to say, Um, WILP. Listening to that broadcast from last year, it just reminded me that, wow, so many of these issues are still relevant today um i know it was just a year ago but you'd think that we could you know be maybe moving in, a, in in a you know faster pace past past some of these problems but you know a few months go by in a flash so not we're still dealing with in an, an a nationwide issue about police brutality um, police killings right now in the mission district on 17th and uh, valencia where the Mission Police Station is, we've had a group of residents here, San Franciscans, who have been staging a hunger strike in front of the police station to try to get them to uh, a- acknowledge that the police have been killing predominantly people of brown and black skin, and uh, in, you know young, young people. And in in many cases and situations where it seemed that the person who was shot and killed by police posed little to no threat to anyone Um, and so those hunger strikers are actually calling for the mayor Ed Lee to either step down himself or to fire the current police chief chief uh, Greg Soar and yeah a hunger strike I mean hunger strikes are something that you that you hear about like happening inside prisons you know where people can't get out so they're subject to all these rules and, and and uh, (laughs) conditions, Um, but these are actual just citizens who live here in San Francisco and are fed up and, and just highly, highly concerned about the state of affairs here in San Francisco in terms of the police and their relationship with the public. Um, now, I don't have the latest update. I know that they were, as of yesterday, they had been there for seven days. And then um, I only got a brief moment to check in yesterday and it looked like the police had started to erect barriers outside to try to drive them off. I'm not sure what the update is right now, but um, this is making you know national, international news. I know that the Huffington Post did an article about it. Um, and of course all our local local media outlets as well. But um, this is a, a significant, you know, attention getter because if you look across the nation, I mean, we just see it time and again of, of young people not of light colored skin getting killed by police in situations where, you know, posing little to no threat. Um, So I think what we're looking at here is about a shift of culture, um, a shift of police culture. You know, this whole idea of shoot to kill is really out of control. I remember, I I grew up here in San Francisco, and uh, I'm not that old, I'm pretty pretty young actually. Uh, I grew up here in the 80s, born in the early 80s, and anyhow... I remember having police officers visit my classes for various reasons. They would do outreach, like, you know, they'd tell us about, you know, don't do drugs and... um, tell us about the dangers of strangers. And, you know, they were actually doing like community outreach service, uh, trying to keep kids safe. And I'm sure that they still do those kinds of things. Um, but one of the things that I remember, and it, w- it was coming from the police officers themselves and also community members and my, fa- my parents and teachers and all the, all the adults said, when the police. Stop you if they police stop someone they are not supposed to touch their weapons unless there is clear and present danger basically you know if someone's coming at them and even in that situation they're not going to shoot to kill you know they want to they want to disarm the person they want to you know tamper the threat and, and that was the policy and you know so So we've gone a very far, we've gone way far beyond that, where every, so many people that I talk to, when they've had interactions with the police, often the police have their hand right there on their weapons, or people have had interactions with police. And and these are nonviolent people. These are people who are just, you know, stopped for something or, you know, in in a place where the police had had arrived and actually had the police, you know, like, actually, wielding their weapons in these non-violent, non-conflictual situations. So the the whole culture uh, and, and policy of authority um, for for what we refer to uh, these days now tongue-in-cheek as peace officers, you know, who we would like to support. We would like to have the peace officers and the good people in our community who want to serve the city and to serve the communities across the country and protect citizens, you know, I think we like that, um, but obviously it's gotten uh, quite out of control. So it just made me think about that with the, the WILP manifesto uh, about, you know, police violence and, and also the environment, the environment. Uh, this last weekend, I had the, the honor of being the MC for the Cesar Chavez Day Parade Festival, and also the Earth Day Festival, both uh, here in the Mission District, and uh, I had the real honor of introducing uh, the speakers who had been put together by Monica Lopez, um, who's been working a lot about for labeled GMOs. We had really amazing people come out. Uh, the, the theme of the day was sowing the seeds of change. Um, so we had... We had Penny Opal Plant and Osprey Oriole Lake. Um, These are two women who are uh, dedicated to um, the rights of environment and indigenous peoples and and women, and actually uh, Osprey is gonna be calling into Women's Magazine next Friday, which is May 6th. Um, But they have an event that's coming up tomorrow, and it is the Bay Area Rights of Nature Tribunal what would the Delta say? So and, um, they're working to recognize the rights of nature in our laws focusing on the draining of Delta waterways, Delta species extinctions, and the proposed Delta tunnels. It will be featuring tribunal judges including Joanna Macy, Gary uh, Mulcahy, Shannon Biggs, and Tim Strochane. So that is tomorrow, Saturday, April 30th from 9.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. with a discussion to follow at the Nick Rodriguez Community Center Theater. That is at 213 F Street in Antioch. Again, that's uh, the Nick Rodriguez Community Center Theater in Antioch. Um, And I've got the the flyer here um, to explain it a little bit more. It says, our laws fail to respect nature's rights to exist, to thrive and evolve. Treating nature as merely resources harms people and the environment. The Bay Area Rights of Nature Tribunal is the first local tribunal modeled after the highly successful International Tribunal on the Rights of Nature, coinciding with the Paris Climate Talks. The Tribunal will address violations of nature's rights and human rights caused by Delta water grabs. Join us in creating a new relationship with the Delta and the Earth. Admission is free, but you should RSVP. Uh, Actually, RSVP is required. Um, so you can register at therightsofnature.org slash what would the Delta say. Uh, what would the Delta say is divided by hyphen through each word. Um, they're also on Facebook, the Bay Area Rights of Nature Alliance. And if you want to get more details, you can contact, there's a couple people there, you can contact Lindy, uh, Linda Sheehan. That's L. Sheehan at earthlaw.org. Or Shannon Biggs, that's Shannon at movementrights.org. Um, so yeah, get out there and be part of this Bay Area Rights of Nature Tribunal. Um, there'll be a discussion, uh, collaboration on, and salute, discussing solutions and next steps, and have insights from Bay Area ecological justice, human rights, local economy, indigenous women's, and other groups, and that's presented again by the Bay Area Rights of Nature Alliance, bringing people together to advance nature's rights in the San Francisco Bay and Delta area. So here we are a year after the 100th anniversary of the Women's International League of Peace and Freedoms uh, re-released manifesto, and we see that people are indeed working towards some of these goals in order to form a more peaceful, healthy, and thereby happy world. Thanks for listening to Women's Magazine with Global Val. I'm really happy to be here. I'm very grateful to be part of this uh, worldwide community. And so let me play a little music for you. It is National Poetry Month. Here's the little John Trudell, and it's called Poetic Motion. You're listening to MutinyRadio.fm. Every way,
7: every day turns.
8: She isn't Harvey, but she's had her chance at last She isn't hard, but she knows difference some streets make. She isn't easy, but she's taken long search looking for love. She isn't young, but she's not as old as she feels at times. She isn't old, but she never really got over being young. She isn't running. But she seemed rough and all too tough.
2: to Women's Magazine with Global Val here on mutinyradio.fm, and I also want to let you know that we've come into the 21st century. I know, it's 2016. I know, I know, but, um, you know, Mutiny Radio, we're a community station, so, you know, we've got a bunch of DJs here when we pay our dues, and we piece things together and make sure that we our equipment works and we got the lights on and the doors can stay open. Pretty basic stuff. We're not here making any money off of our broadcasting, believe me. But, um, you know, and we produce, of course, a lot. almost everything here is original or it's local music and, and we get the blessing of, of those who, who contribute their music to the show and their work to the shows. Um, and so... What's exciting in the 21st Century part is that you can now listen to Women's Magazine and the Common Thread Collective, which comes up next with me and Diamond Dave and all our friends. You can now access that on Stitcher. Whatever you know, I mean, if if you're a Stitcher person, if you've got that app and you actually listen to other podcasts, you're awesome for listening to podcasts. And thank you for going through the MutinyRadio.fm website, which of course also shows up as PCRCollective.org. Um, but now it can be super automatic. Uh, you can just go straight through in Stitcher. You can look up Women's Magazine. Global Val, and the Common Thread Collective, and uh, you can subscribe, I believe, and listen whenever you want. So if that's a, a better feature for you and your friends, please go listen to us through there. Uh, we'd love we'd love to expand um, the access to this show. And uh, I want to take the next couple minutes and tell you about some events that are coming up. Um, Speaking of speaking of uh, looking at the environment and how we can save ourselves and the planet and all life on planet Earth. So on May second, um, in Hayward, right there in the East Bay, it's going to be a fracking showdown at the Planning Commission. So on Monday, May 2nd, at 545 to 8 p.m. at 224 West Winton Avenue in Hayward, California, um, they're going to the Planning Commission um, and uh, to, try to, get, to try to ban fracking. So here's, here's what they're doing here. This is from a Food and Water Watch. It says, guess what? oil industry. The game is up. The showdown is on. We've been pushing to ban fracking and other extreme oil extraction methods in Alameda County for years. At every turn, the oil industry has thrown up roadblocks. But the people of Alameda County have a message. We're tired of waiting. We demand the strongest ban on fracking and extreme extraction possible. It's the only thing that will protect our water, our families, and our health, and we won't be silent. Uh, Join the Food and Water Watch uh, for the most critical hearing of the campaign, yet a showdown at the Planning Commission. Um, So you should definitely check out foodandwaterwatch.org, and it's all right there on their calendar. Actually one of the speakers last week at Earth Day was the Northern California organizer for Food and Water Watch, uh, Ella Tevan, and she was very... Very positive and, and and ebullient, and she had a lot of great information to share um, about what Food and Water Watch is trying to do. And did you know? This is something I learned from Earth Day. Did you know that the water? So fracking, right? Fracking like shoots millions of gallons of water and and poisonous chemicals deep deep, deep into the earth, into these shale beds to try to release the last remaining fossil fuels, uh, oils and gases. Um, but then they have all these, you know, for, to, to try to maintain levels of uh, oil and gas uh, in the in the economy that we live in and we drive our cars on mostly. So, I mean, we, 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 we throw around the word toxic chemicals but these are just highly poisonous chemicals um, benzene and other things um, that get mixed into this water shot deep into the earth um, you know, through the water table all sorts of things um, but then there's all this water that, that is left over this, uh, this, this water that's, that's been used to frack and so <laughs> this is really poisonous, highly toxic, terrible water that some of the farms in in California are using to irrigate our crops. Namely, you know those little halo clementines that you see at the store all over with those cute little stickers of faces of little little you know little oranges you know ding got their halo up there or they're you know they've got a snow hat on and they're going through the snow and it says cool you know it's got a great a appealing little cuteness to their to their product um, and actually I read a box of, of, of it read the, the box that they came in and it, and it says it's non GMO so you're like hey it's non GMO it's kind of cheap it's right here at my store but according to Food and Water Watch the people who grow halos are using fracking water to irrigate the crops That's just one thing I learned at Earth Day last week. So, if you don't want to be eating food that is using poisonous chemical-laced water uh, to irrigate it, you might want to contact these companies who are actually purchasing this fracked water, uh, fracking water uh, to irrigate their crops, and you might want to check out what foodandwaterwatch.org are looking into. Um, So if you're interested in trying to ban fracking in Alameda County, you can go out Monday night, May 2nd, 5.45 to 8 p.m. to the Planning Commission meeting, again, that's at 224 West Winton Avenue in Hayward, California. Sorry, I had to let you know. Uh, Sometimes the truth is ugly, but uh, we need to know these things and and we can't turn our back and ignore it. And so I want to thank everybody who came out to Earth Day and Cesar Chavez Day last week um, to to share what is possible. And we know that there's been a huge uh, victory against fracking in New York State, and so if New York can do it folks, so can California
9: trying to isolate us in a dimension called loneliness. Greed, a parent. Insecurity, the happiness companion. Genocide conceived in sophistication. Technologic material civilization, a rationalization, replacing a way to live. Trying to isolate us in a dimension called loneliness. To God. We hope you don't mind, but we would like to talk to you. There are some things we need to straighten out. It's about these Christians. They claim to be from your nation. But man, you should see the things they do all the time, blaming it on you. Manifest destiny, genocide, maximized profit, sterilization, raping the earth, lying, taking more than they need in all the forms of the greed. We ask them why. They say it's God's will. Damn God, they make it so hard. Remember Jesus, would you send him back to them? Tell them not to kill him, rather they should listen, stop abusing his name and yours. We do not mean to be disrespectful, but you know how it is. Our people have their own ways. We never even heard of you until not long ago. Your representatives spoke magnificent things of you, which we were willing to believe. But from the way they acted, we know you and we were being deceived. We do not mean you or your Christian children any bad, but you all came to take all we had. We have not seen you, but we have heard so much. It is time for you to decide what life is worth. We already remember, but maybe you forgot. Look at us. Look at us, we are of earth and water. Look at them, it is the same. Look at us. We are suffering all these years. Look at them, they are connected. Look at us, we are in pain. Look at them, surprised at our anger. Look at us, we are struggling to survive. Look at them, expecting sorrow be benign. Look at us, we are the ones called pagan. Look at them on their arrival. Look at us, we are called subversive. Look at them, descending from name callers. Look at us, we wept sadly in the long dark. Look at them, hiding in technologic light. Look at us, we buried the generations. Look at them, inventing the body count. Look at us, we are older than America. Look at them, chasing a fountain of youth. Look at us, we are embracing Earth. Look at them, clutching today. Look at us, we are living in the generations. Look at them, existing in jobs and debt. Look at us, we have escaped many times. Look at them, they cannot remember. Look at us, we are healing. Look at them, their medicine is patented. Look at us, we are trying. Look at them, what are they doing? Look at us, we are children of earth. Look at them, who are they?
2: Listening to Mutiny to FM Again, that was a little poetry and music from John Trudell, uh, who just passed over to the other plane a few months, a couple months ago, actually. Um, he speaks for himself. This is Free Speech Radio. Um, but one thing I wanted to highlight, being this, this is his women's magazine, um, I, got a, I got a notice today from the NARAL uh, Pro-Choice Um, campaign Um, and there's a petition out there right now to tell congress to repeal the anti-choice gag rule on americorps Um, so americorps is is a volunteer organization um, that engages in various uh, jobs like teaching and and community resources um, uh, across the country and, and it's kind of a cool program because if you're an AmeriCorps volunteer you get a stipend but then once you finish your AmeriCorps service you get a reduction of your student loans um, so it's nice it's, it's kind of a cool transition out of college uh, into a career path perchance per or at least to gain some experience and you're also you know you're also serving communities across the country so AmeriCorps um, so um, l- let me read to you a little bit about this uh, petition that that, that Pro Choice has, has been uh, is talking about. So AmeriCorps volunteers work to strengthen communities that need it most, and the health centers they staff often serve low-income people, and people of color. But if a woman goes to one of these centers seeking abortion care, AmeriCorps volunteers are prevented by law from helping her by providing full information about reproductive health care options. So there is this this gag order on AmeriCorps to not help women access legal abortions. Um, They're essentially if, if somebody comes to them and are asking about, you know, uh these these reproductive health you know, problems or options, um, by law AmeriCorps volunteers have this gag order and they're supposed to kind of play dumb and and not help them if they want to obtain an abortion. So this is this is by law here in, in, in this country. So um pro choice has a petition right now to tell Congress to repeal the gag rule that prevents AmeriCorps volunteers from referring women for abortion care. Um, so definitely check it, check that out. Um, I posted on my Facebook page. Naral is N-A-R-A-L. Pro-choice America, um, and they're they're you know they're just looking out to protect this you know this right to uh, to abortion, which is a right. For women to choose what to do with their bodies, and uh, and their lives, and uh, it's been legal since Roe versus Wade. But we can, we've seen that even since then, um, there's a huge push of you know moral high ground um, that are against abortion, and you know. I, it doesn't really matter to me whether or not you believe in abortion, you know, or not, or how you feel about it. I'm sure, you know, there's not always just a black and white, um, there's a lot of gray area. Uh, of course, when we think about women who, or girls, as, you know, who are who are raped and become pregnant, um, you know, thinking about areas of this country where abortion has been highly limited. Um, maybe maybe all the clinics in your state have been closed, and so maybe you're a 16-year-old trying to get across two states to try to get an abortion, or, you know, stay home and, and have your... Um, the, the baby that you uh, got impregnated with because you were raped. Um, maybe it was somebody you know, maybe it was somebody you don't know. Most likely it was somebody you know, um, statistically speaking. Um, and of course, you know, pregnancy is, is highly risky. Um, you know, health-wise, a lot, a lot of things can happen to the woman. Um, and often it's it comes down to a choice between the woman's life and the unborn child's life. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people in this country who say, doesn't matter about the woman. Um, We're pro-life. We want, you know, we want to support this unborn child. But my question is, if you're pro-life, are you willing to let a woman die? Just a question.
9: Enchanting chanting today with your magic. Tomorrow can't help but be good. You brought the world back to me when I thought I wanted to drift away. You're my heart take, taking me to joy, gentling me during a life storm, lifting me between the clouds and the sky, bringing me in view of the sun. The first time your eyes caressed mine, To say it was like magic is to tame the gentle passion and moments shared in the seeing of a glance. You took my hand and opened my heart to the beauty of what I did not see. I tried to understand why and how these things happened, but you explained so much with your laughing eye to make me not waste my time worrying or wondering is this meant to be. The first time your eyes caressed mine, the wind sang their songs. The sunshine shivered with joy forming the light within me. Tender love and sheltered moments blowing my mind from the beginning. I was drifting through, trying trying to live a life. Good things happening suddenly. When the days were dark, you brought the sunlight nights touching me in your being. Tender love and sheltered moments. You were fame, you were fortune, you were peace, you were vision. Things I thought I wanted and things I really needed, blowing my mind from the beginning. Your kiss melted the night. Beauty burned in forever fires. Heartbreak, heart beating wild, flaming love. Sparks and stars showering the world. Tomorrow is today, is yesterday. In your kiss, time didn't have a chance. Tender love and sheltered moments.
2: Sparks of love flying all over the earth. That's what we'd like to see here. That's what I'd like to see. You listen to Women's Magazine with Global Val. Thanks for listening. Uh, another event that's coming up, I want to make the announcement about uh San, uh, San Francisco event. Um, on May, Thursday, May 5th, there's going to be a City Hall hearing, um, and it's going to be talking about um, Supervisor David Campos, who has proposed legislation to create more navigation centers in San Francisco, and the navigation centers are for the homeless, and we have a huge, homeless crisis right now in San Francisco, and a housing crisis in general. Um, la- last count, um, as of a couple months ago, a report came out that there were 7,000 homeless people in San Francisco, and um, these big, you know, kind of homeless camps popped up on Division Street and down on Bayshore. It was wild. They were just like streets, streets, just like filled and lined with tents. Um, And of course the cost of living here in San Francisco is exorbitant. So a lot of these people who are homeless on the streets of San Francisco are former residents of San Francisco with an address who can no longer afford to live in their apartments because there's such a huge rent hike um, and uh, you know well the culture of greed hey um, let's just say it out there so um, if you are available to go chime in uh, at the um, at this meeting the city hall hearing again it's going to be Thursday May 5th it starts at 9:30 a.m. this is going to be the second item on the agenda and uh, it's at city hall in room 263, room 263 Thursday May 5th starting at 9:30 a.m. Um, so uh, to discuss the the solutions what are some of the solutions to, st- to uh, these street encampments um, you know I want you to just imagine that uh, y- you've been kicked out and yet you still have a job in your town but you can't afford the rent anymore that um, you have uh, you have your your job here, your friends here, your doctors here, uh, your friends uh, nearby or or not, maybe they're far away Um, and then you're forced to choose between trying to leave town without a job um, or live in town, maybe in your car if you have one, or join the many many people who are living on the streets and have limited or no access to uh, bathroom facilities, showers, uh, you know, your mail, um, correspondence. Uh, it's a very serious situation, and a lot of people here in San Francisco are trying to work towards solutions. Um, there's a St. Francis Homelessness Challenge uh, group um, that was formed by Amy Weiss, and um, and they've been doing a lot, so I just want to let you guys know that you can go out there to the to the Government Audit and Oversight Committee meeting um, to, uh, to, to uh, hear about and discuss Supervisor Campus's navigation center legislation, which would require the city to build more navigation centers and to address street homelessness, and so it's going to be heard and voted on at that committee meeting. So I'm going to end the show today. It is National Poetry Month, but I like to end the show with poetry anyway, and this is about... homeless man that I have uh, recently had some interactions with TJ's sign says that he's dying and I believe him over four months he's gotten more gray and gaunt and today his sign asked for someone to give him a chance and that Friday might be his last I find that he's crying so I give up my green light right of way and stay to stay hello. Ask him where he has to go. Golden Gate Park, he says. Are there good people or bad people there these days? Depends on where you go. Ask him if he's got a friend, there's one. I tell him I don't know what I can do for him, but I promise to keep checking in. Tell him not to stay in the shadow too long. Move into the sun and be warm. I touch his shoulder as I depart, so perhaps he'll feel the healing in his heart. I'm Global Val. Thanks for tuning in to Women's Magazine here on MutinyRadio.fm. Be sure to tune in to Women's Magazine on KPFA 94.1 FM on Mondays from 1 to 2 p.m. And uh, keep being good to each other, all right? And remember, just when your aspirations seem outrageous, like trying to save the planet, that inspiration is...